Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. What is going on, everybody? We are actually back with a real counterfeit episode. I know we've done a lot of this talk of scams and cons and things of the like, and I wanted to get back to our roots, which is counterfeitism. So we're going to get back to that, and today we're going to be talking about CMOS, because apparently this is lifting off everywhere. You've got CMOS gel, you've got CMOS moss. I guess it's like the actual moss that you can turn into some sort of gelatinous thing or make tea out of or whatever, you know. They're always doing something crazy with stuff. But anyways, CMOS is getting crazy now and everybody thinks this is the new best thing to, it's a miracle cure and whatever. But I want to get down to the nitty gritty of what it actually does, what are some of the benefits, and then how do you determine real CMOS versus fake moss? Okay, so I'm going to tell, let's see, what we got some nutrition from the Cleveland Clinic here and that's what I'm going to go through and apparently it's called a spiny sea veggie uh, and what it can do to your diet. So um, let's continue on here. So apparently, according to them, it says there uh, seems to be quite a few health benefits of CMOS, but they aren't heavily studied. And the CMOS supplements are not approved actually by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So take that as you will. Uh, there's plenty of research data on the health benefits of seaweed, CMOS's cousin, just not on CMOS specifically. So it's considered generally safe for consumption, and the benefits align with those of other seaweeds. So if you're familiar with seaweed, we might be crossing some paths here. If you draw a little Venn diagram, you're going to have some similarities. Um, okay, so apparently it's heart healthy. So seaweed is a bit of a superfood, which we've talked about is an absolute scam term. So we're already off to a great start here. So it has a higher fiber content uh, than most vegetables, which is a good thing as fiber has all kinds of positive effects on the body. It can improve blood sugar control, help lower your cholesterol and reduce your risk of chronic diseases like diabetes and heart disease. So I guess her name was Chirwini. Um Studies show that sea uh, moss may help lower bad cholesterol, which is one of the factors of heart disease is what she had said. So uh, apparently this is heart healthy, uh, which is good. Uh, it may promote weight loss. So remember how much fiber seaweed has. High fiber foods are filling foods. So which means they may keep you from overeating. So High fiber foods keep you from overeating. Fiber keeps you fuller longer, which will help with weight control. So it's also a good source of iodine. Iodine is one of those key ingredients to a healthy thyroid. But because your body doesn't make iodine on its own, you have to get it through diet. So a lot of people get it through salt, which is why they threw that in there. You know, we used to not give vitamin D a lot, and that's why they threw it into milk. It's kind of a whole different story. So it's supporting the gut health. Apparently, uh, there's a lot of bacteria to it. I feel like the apparently kid. Apparently, you remember that when we were kids, the viral video? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty viral video, but I'm going to stop saying that now. Okay, so supporting health to the gut, uh, boosting your mood immunity, which sounds like I might need right now, and then can build muscle and aid in workout recovery. That is some crazy... 
Wow, that is some crazy amount of health benefits are supposed. So side effects of taking CMOS. You know, there's always an up and always a down. So CMOS is most mostly thought to be uh, healthy, though it contains inconsistent amounts amounts of both good nutrients and some less less healthy stuff. So CMOS is a product of the environment, uh, which value nutritionally depends where it's grown so unfortunately there's no where uh new no real way to know exactly where it is uh what's in it or how much and whether one has more potency than the next one so you have some risks there uh, you can consume too much iodine that's another one uh, so there's also that which can negatively affect your thyroid it also contains heavy metal and i'm not talking about awesome music we're talking about heavy metals that come in with water. Uh, so you don't want to do that uh, because that's no bueno on your body. It also has unpleasant taste sometimes and texture. So, but I mean, it, anything that's healthy for you is like, mm, I mean, it's not really that going to be, it's, you're not, it's not going to be cake. It's not going to be a donut. All right. So we've talked about what the heck is CMOS. Now we need to get into what the heck is real uh, CMOS. So that's a big one. Anyways, there's a lot of like, I don't know. They look like gurus. Like there's a lot of gurus that talk about these CMOS, which just makes me think. Mm, like every time I see a guru, I'm just like my BS meter meter is just going crazy. But uh, anyways, this is Doctor Sebi, and he is the primary talking agent for CMOS. This guy looks like he has CMOS on his face. I mean, his beard looks like CMOS. So you can look him up, Dr. Sebi, if you're curious more about this. Um, although he's got a sweet fit, whatever he's wearing looks pretty sick. And uh, anyway, so let's talk about how can you tell the difference between real and fake ones? Let's, let's talk by defining what the heck real CMOS is. So what is CMOS? So real CMOS grows naturally on rocks in the ocean and harvested from its natural habitat. That's known as wild-crafted CMOS. On the other hand, fake CMOS is farmed and grown in man-made, pool, man-made pools. Uh, a quick and simple method for identifying real CMOS for, uh, versus fake CMOS is rural, or sorry, real CMOS has thin spaghetti-like stems, typically comes in a gold dark tan or purple color and has a light film of natural sea salt to it whereas fake pool grown sea moss has thick stems and unnaturally uh, light pigmentation and an excessive amount of added table salt so you should be able to just see the table salt right on it now according to dr sebi let's talk about how the heck do you figure out whether you've got the real deal or not so structure is important so real grown a real ocean-grown Irish sea moss has a web-like structure. So apparently there are multiple different uh, sea mosses, and I think they're all pretty similar in pigmentation and stuff um, because it is like, I think Irish just means it comes from that area, but uh, I don't see anything saying that there's differences between them besides where they're grown. So if you have a location you enjoy, maybe you can get some sea moss from there. I know they have like... uh, Honduran, I think, is a popular one uh, that I've seen on TikTok. So you've got Honduran and Irish. Okay, so we talked about the web-like structure with entangled stems that are very disarrayed. It also has a spongy-type feel to it. Pool-grown sea moss is completely different than that. It has a neat, well-defined noodle-like appearance. Uh, this is because fake sea moss is grown in a controlled environment, 
This gives it an artificial look. Okay, so whereas wild-crafted sea moss grows wildly in the ocean, so it naturally kind of has a tangled look as nature intended it to be. So let's go on to color next. One of the main differences between wild-crafted and pool-grown sea moss is its pigmentation. As mentioned uh, before, we talked about real sea moss naturally has a darker pigmentation than fake ones. They come in purple gold or dark tan hues or kind of some mixture of all three. While sea moss that is fake has a much lighter off-white or beige looking hue, almost uh, dead or void of any sort of uh, nutrients, which is true too. So naturally grown sea moss also has color variations on the stems. Fake sea moss pretty much has the same color all the way through. So that's something to look forward or not forward to. Someone something to look into. Um, okay, so three salt grains. A dead giveaway for sea, uh, fake sea moss is an excessive amount of salt in the packaging. So real sea moss is supposed to have just kind of a natural sea salt deposit, uh, but it shouldn't be noticeably visible. It shouldn't look like a steak with some salt on it. It should be kind of incorporated into it. So suppliers of pool farmed sea moss add lots of table salt to the pools that the sea moss is grown in to make it seem like the real deal. If you could see the salt in the packaging, avoid it because it's definitely fake. So other types of seaweed in packaging. So uh, if it comes with multiple different types of seaweed, it's not real. So another thing um, is just to make sure that you know that you have a thorough kind of observation overall and just say this is all the same seaweed. So while being harvested, it is, is very likely that other types of seaweed can be intermingled with the sea moss. So with pool-grown sea moss, only sea moss will be present in the package. As the sea moss is isolated in pools and grown there without the presence of any other species of seaweed. So make sure... Actually, no. We're making sure that there are other types of seaweed. Hmm. I had that totally backwards. Yeah, so you want different kind of seaweed because it is grown naturally and it kind of comes out at once. Okay, so pricing. Okay, so this is what we talk about a lot. So one of the easiest way to identify real versus fake is the price. Real wild-crafted sea moss typically has a much higher price than pool sea moss, which is because it's a... Uh, much rarer. So divers can only retrieve it when mother nature replenishes it and when weather allows for it. But pool harvested sea moss is readily available and can be harvested at any time. A quarter pound of natural sea moss retails for between 20 and $30 and can even be higher than that. So sea moss grown in pools can be purchased as little as 12 a pound. Um, remember, a quarter pound is 20 to 30 of real and fake is $12 a pound. So price is key. Because once you know that they have to go dive to get it and it's naturally cultivated, then you can see why it costs a little more. There's a lot of gear that goes with that. So number six is looks too perfect. Okay, looking uh, perfect perfect might sound like a good thing, but in this case, it's not. Uh, and actually with most things, it doesn't, I feel like, when it comes to uh, authenticity of things because it's natural I mean, there's beauty in nature for sure, but it's not geometric. It's not calculated. It is just efficient, I suppose. Um, if your sea moss has the same size and density throughout, then it's most likely fake. So real sea moss has varieties in size. Some parts of the sea moss are naturally thicker than others. So next is smell. Real authentic sea moss has a naturally ocean fishy type smell as it absorbs the smell of the environment. Tank, oh, that's weird, absorbs the smell of the environment underwater. Hmm, that's a weird way to put that. Tank farmed sea moss has a chemical type smell, uh, like chlorine. So I guess that's a really big difference. 
Um, Eight is thickness. Wildcrafted sea moss has a spaghetti-like stem, typically around one sixteenth of an inch in diameter, while pool seagrass uh, sea moss is much thicker, between one eighth and one fourth inch. So grab your rulers next time and check the thickness. Number nine is taste. Gosh, this is a touchy one because I don't want to taste any. I, I want to make sure I'm covering all my bases before I'm tasting this. Uh, you know, I think I think I'd rather just do all the other ones than taste. But anyways, we'll talk about taste. Uh, real sea moss has the smell and taste of the ocean. You will know it's the real deal because it has the ocean flavor. Fake sea moss can't have the taste uh, as it was grown in pools. Wild sea moss has a slightly salty taste, which is natural. Uh, pool kind of has a overpowering salty taste. So number 10 is presence of sand, seashells, and other debris. So naturally, once they're grabbing it, they're not down there spending time. They're grabbing and going. So they're gonna you're gonna pick up some stuff with that. They're gonna pick up some uh, seashells, sand, other debris, maybe a cell phone that dropped in the ocean or something like that. So that's something you can look for. Uh, number eleven is dry versus wet. Another easy way to tell: um, fresh out of the package, wild crafted dried sea moss is dry to the touch, but pool grown is moist. So that's another one. Uh, Twelve slimy versus gummy after soaking. So after soaking your sea moss, which is apparently something you have to do for it for a few hours, you'll be able to know if it's real versus fake just based off the feel. So wild crafted sea moss will have a slimy um, feel to it. Pool grown sea moss will keep a, con- sim- a similar consistency or will be kind of gummy to the touch, which sounds gross too. So number thirteen, location where it was sourced. So another way you could tell as the areas that was sourced from, which obviously people can lie about, but uh, this is an important factor. So pool-grown sea moss is usually from countries in Asia, so China, Vietnam, India. That's where the pool ones are. Wild-crafted sea moss is typically sourced from coastal regions in and around the islands, including Jamaica, St. Lucia, and other Caribbean islands. So be sure to check the label on your sea moss. Um, and if it doesn't tell you where it's from, then they're probably not proud of where it's from, and it's pool-grown. All right, so number 14 is nips in the thallus. Okay, you may notice bites or nips in the thallus of the wild-crafted sea moss. This is because sea creatures such as fish and turtles may nibble on it, so you won't see that in pool-grown sea moss as there are no sea creatures in pools that they are grown. Uh, Number 15, nutritional uh, content. So although this isn't evident by looking, uh, the nutritional content is important. So wild-crafted sea moss gets its minerals and vitamins by absorbing their nutrients from its environment, the rocks it grows on, and the minerals the sea has. So pool-grown sea moss can only absorb from the pool. Uh, so tile, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining a tile pool, but it, it's probably just like a normal dirt pool or something like that. I don't know. To get the real nutritional benefit, you have to have the natural wild-grown sea moss that has 92 different minerals in it. Okay, so is it bad to uh, to get pool-grown sea moss? So if, let's say, you do stumble upon one, is it bad to, uh, to consume? So apart from having less nutritional benefits, of course, pool-grown sea moss also has drawbacks. Uh, other ones, firstly, persons who farm sea moss add lots of chemicals to the pool to make sure probably that mold and stuff doesn't grow. To try to replicate the nutritional benefits of the real deal, these chemicals include man-made fertilizer, salt, and mineral substrates. So, of course, these man-made chemicals can in no way replicate uh, any sort of the nature benefits. The effects are comparable to kind of a GMO vegetable versus organic ones. 
This results in a product that uh, not only has lower nutrients, but also may do more harm than good because you don't actually know what's being put into it. This is especially true for persons who suffer from high blood pressure. The high salt content is a direct danger uh, since this means you'd be ingesting high levels of sodium. And then wildcrafted sea moss, on the contrary, is beneficial for persons suffering from hypertension. So one um, of its benefits is the lowering of blood pressure. So it's actually the opposite effect. So yeah, it is, uh, I'll be making, oh wait, what do we have? Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. Actually, here's some other things we'll go through a little bit here since we got some time. These are some FAQs related to real versus fake. So how can you tell if CMOS gel is real? So to differentiate between real versus fake CMOS gel, consider its color, texture, smell, and taste. Authentic CMOS gel should be translucent, translucent oh, I can't say that word apparently with a light to medium gold purple color it should also have a mild sea-like smell and a slightly salty taste so the ingredients list should only include Irish moss and water it's also important to purchase from a reputable seller of course and uh, I'll probably make a TikTok video about this and I will link a real one that I'll actually talk to the owners about um that's important. So is sea moss from Jamaica real? For the most part, Jamaican sea moss is real as it is typically wild uh, harvested directly from its natural habitat surrounding the island. However, the, sea, the high demand of sea moss has led to people faking it. So that's something uh, you can revert back to our individual, you know, look into what is real and what isn't. So what should real sea moss gel taste like? Real sea moss gel should taste uh, salty and have a mild, slightly earthy flavor. Uh, the texture should be smooth and slightly gelatinous. It is important to note that sea moss can have a variety of flavors depending where it was harvested. Plus, some people do infusions to it. So, guys, I think that in conclusion, that is it. Um, I think we've decided that uh, there's some pretty surefire ways to tell whether a sea moss that you are acquiring is real or not, and hopefully this helps. Um, and then you can also look at the health benefits that we talked about earlier. That would be uh, just to see if it's for you. I mean, there's a lot of freaking nutrients and minerals in it, like a crazy amount of it. So that's always good if you're trying to up your mineral game for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we were able to get back to some of the counterfeit side of this podcast rather than just the cons and scams so guys remember with faked items there are those that produce them those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast i will see you guys in the next episode bye